Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to... Damn. I always forget the name. It's Spinoff Friday. I always yeah, want to say welcome back to Special Forces, but it's Spinoff <laughs> Friday, guys. We're going to talk about Special yeah. Forces, but um, it's late and we already recorded a VPR episode, so just just bear with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Special Forces, Dancing with the Stars, episode four. Uh, we're going to start go. with Special Forces, as always. It was good, but it was tough to watch because... Two of the recruits talk about losing their parents at a young age. And Lindsay yeah. and I have both lost our dads and they were way too young. And so were we. So it was very emotional yeah. listening to their stories because I th- they were worse than mine. And mine is fucking horrible. I mean, yours is too. Yeah. But- yeah. I feel like I also thought the same thing when they were talking and um, especially like um from I can't remember her name, the girl's point of view, hearing it from her, um, her yeah, her end, and then Tyler Cameron talking about his mom um passing away just three years ago, and your dad was three years ago, right? yeah, twenty three, and yeah. then my dad was two years ago. So I feel like with Tyler, you and me, it was all like the same stage of our lives, like we mm-hmm. in our early thirties, um, and I feel like even being an adult in your thirties, like it's still a pivotal time in our lives. Yeah. So to hear other people talk about it, it is, it's comforting for me. I don't know about you. Um, but like talking about it, like helps me. Um, so yeah. when they were kind of bonding over it and talking, um, I thought that that was kind of helpful. Cause I know like even just talking to somebody like Mm-hmm. When I talk to you about things that nobody's going to understand unless you've been in that situation. So I felt right. like the two of them being able to have that conversation was really good because they were the only ones there that had experienced that. Yeah, I agree. It was hard for me to, well, guys, this has turned into a podcast about losing a parent. Um, <laughs> it was hard for me to listen to her talk about how like, her mom missed out on a bunch of things in her life. You know, how she became um, an Olympian gold medalist and how she got into figure skating, like all this stuff, because I am not married and I don't have kids. And so mm-hmm. my dad is going to miss all that. Like, he can't walk me down the aisle. He's like right. never going to, I mean, I don't plan on having kids anyway, but if I did, like, he's never going to meet them. So yeah. I don't know. That was rough for me because I'm like, yeah, I feel that. that sucks. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that part. Um, the recruits are on their fourth day of training, and the staff have determined that Tom is hard to warm up to. Whatever that means, I didn't know they were trying to warm up to people, but okay. I think they're trying to like crack them, like, uh, yeah, you know, I guess maybe like that's what break them into like to knowing who they are and getting deep down. And I think that might be what they were talking about. Like maybe they don't know okay. how to like necessarily read him and yeah. how to work on breaking him down. That makes much more sense. (laughs) Uh, In the first task, they're broken into teams, and each team has to carry a 220-pound boat down to the water. This boat is similar to a dinghy. I don't know, again, how far the walk that they have was. Yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty decent area. Like, it wasn't anything like that. Yeah, it was pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. Tom is on Team Bravo with Aaron, who is the Olympic speed skater. Kelly, who is a TV host. And 
that pretty boy. I can't remember Tyler his name. Cameron. Tyler Cameron. What Tyler is he? Cameron. I'll say oh. it over and over. Oh. Tyler Cameron. Okay. Uh, um, no, he was on The Bachelorette. And I don't really follow The Bachelor Bachelorette franchise too much. But I watched the season he was on. And he was on when Bachelorette Hannah um, was on. And oh. it was just Hannah Brown was her name. Um, mm-hmm. I just I know really, her. really loved that season. So um, and I remember Josh actually did watch it, watch a few episodes with me. And Tyler, I was he was one of the finalists. I believe it was down to him and another guy became the final two. And he was just. He was just so down to earth and it was, I think America just fell in love with him. But anyways, (laughs) good to know. (laughs) Well, it's a long hike down to the water and everybody on Tom's team is feeling it. They're saying how much their backs hurt. Um, It's just the whole team is like run down. Uh, Eventually team alpha, the other team makes it up to a wire fence. That's like, um it's probably about a, as high as like your breastbone I, I would say um like a little bit over waist high and they have to get the boat over the fence and this mm-hmm. team does it with eaves they're like heave ho and they pick it up i was shocked too i was that too. they worked so well together but yeah um and there are two of those fences along this route so they have to do that twice meanwhile team bravo has only made it about 500 meters at this point, which is uh, 0.3 miles. And they are having such a hard time carrying this boat that eventually the staff directs them to a river that leads right to this lake that they're trying to get to. So I'm wondering why no one did that in the first place. Cause then you can just push it down the river and you don't have to lift it over any fences. Well, my take on it was, and maybe this is wrong, my take on it was that the challenge was supposed to, you weren't supposed to go into the river. And I feel like Team Bravo was so far behind that to make it like happen in the same day as Team Alpha, they had to give them some type of shortcut, oh. knowing that they were still going to fail. Okay. But like, you need to get there. You need to get to the end, get to the finish line. But here, we're going to help you. Here's a shortcut. Go okay. this way. Let's get this shit on the road. That's how I took it. All right. Makes sense. At one point, Tom is carrying the front of the boat, but he's running backwards. So he's facing all of his teammates that are carrying the back of the boat and they're running faster than he is. So he like trips and falls and then the boat is on top of him. So he's definitely struggling at this point. Yes. You could tell he's tired. He's sore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they all are. They're just worn down. Yeah. Once both teams have their boat to the lake, they are supposed to pack it with a bunch of shit, like plastic bins and tires and some other heavy crap, and then paddle it across the lake. Kelly quits. She's like, I'm done. I've had it. My back hurts. I can't feel my legs. So Tom's team is down to three people on this team instead of four, and they were already struggling. Yeah. When they get to the other side of the lake, they have to carry all that shit they put into the boat up into the tree line and then walk up a hill to where their convoy is. And Tom is, you can tell he's really feeling it. Like he can Mm -hmm. barely breathe. He 
practically drooling because he has like no power over his own faculties at this point. Like I, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he lost control of his bladder. Like that's how tired he is. And mm-hmm. I was starting to question then, like, is he going to make it to the end? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is he going to even make it to the end of the episode at this point? Like, <laughs> he looked real bad. Uh, it gets even yeah. worse, though, because since Team Bravo lost the challenge, they don't get to ride back to camp in the car. They have to run back. Oh, my gosh. That's when I would be like, fuck it. I'm out. Yep. Here's, here's my here's my armband. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't like to run. I don't like to run across my driveway, let alone running. I mean, I <laughs> I don't run. <laughs> so if I had to run that whole hit, like they showed it, like the aerial shot, and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. I I don't know how they made it. But when they get back, Tom start talk Tom starts talking about what brought him there, which is scandable. He tells everyone he had an affair and basically the whole world hated him and was sending him nasty messages. And Aaron's like, okay, like what else though? What was the big deal? Like people have affairs all the time. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker says, I don't know. Well, it's like when he started saying that, I was like, oh, is am I going to find out now what this whole scandal thing is? Because, you know, I haven't not gotten to that point yet. And I was like, do I want to even listen to what he's going to say? And I'm like, so then I sat there and I'm like, what like you didn't even he say doesn't, anything. he doesn't reveal what else no. happened and i'm not gonna say too much about it because of the vpr podcast yeah but like you know you fucking know tom you know why it was such a big deal like mm-hmm. I, when that came out of his mouth i was like are you kidding me like you don't know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they don't have a ton of downtime before they are called back outside to fight each other when they said that, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you're really going to have these people fight each other? Right? Like, physically fight each other? That's where I would have, I mean, I would have tapped out a long time ago. But <laughs> that was another thing I would not have been able to do. Like, don't tell me to fight somebody. Oh. Like, well, it's one it thing like- if you're, like, sumo fighting somebody. But, like, yeah. like with the little air suits and stuff. But the fact that they actually had legit gloves and, like, face masks. But, like, you could still touch their face. Like, and you're going to have broken ribs and shit because people are going to go nuts. Like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. They do have a headpiece and gloves and a mouth, and a mouth piece, guard. It still mm-hmm. is a little barbaric. <laughs> I will agree with that. I did. I think I would fare pretty well, though, because I did box for a, a little while, not professionally or like in a ring or whatever, but I took like boxing classes. So I feel like I would do okay if I was up against a girl. <laughs> Not if I was up against a guy. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Nick Vile. I had to yes. think about it. I had to say the Vile Files in my head before I said his name. <laughs> Tom and Nick Vile are pitted against each other and they really go at it. But when the staff calls to stop them, Tom doesn't stop. He continues to throw punches. I was like, uh. Yeah. He so he wins the round, but he's put himself on the map as having a lack of self control. Like, no fucking surprise there. That's how he got himself in trouble with the affair. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think we all know he lacks self control. Um, but yeah, he's got a yeah. lot of pent up like aggression and anger, and he is definitely letting it all out here. 
Because there are an uneven amount of people, they call Tom to fight again against Jack Osborne, and Jack ends up giving Tom a bloody nose. But Tom does stop this time when the staff calls to stop. So he's at least learned to control himself a little bit. They head back to the barracks, and Tom steps out to go to the bathroom, and he has a minor breakdown. He cries a little bit, and he talks about how... Which, when he started crying, I was like, here we go. Yeah, I think that they were real tears. Genuine. That um, I just think physically he was so, like, exhausted. I think they were, like, tears of exhaustion is what they were. Yeah, I can see that. Um, So he talks a little bit about how defeated he feels. And, like I just said, not just in this fight, I don't think, but just life in general. And the staff brings him into their little, like, interrogation room. And they pretty much tell him that he's, like, a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can tell as soon as he starts talking, you can tell that he's been dying to tell this story to them or, like, to anyone there that would ask about it. Yeah. So he tells them about the affair. And he's, like, my publicist had she said she's never seen anything like it. And like a bunch of merchandise was sold that says team Ariana. And it was on CNN. Yeah. And like, know your audience, bro. Like these are military men. They have risked their life to fight for our country. And you're over here complaining about how, how Ariana capitalized on your fuck up. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They're like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, They tell him that when he plays the victim, it looks pathetic, and that he isn't the victim. He created this this Mm -hmm. mess. And I'm like, fucking amen to that. Like, he's just looking for any pity, any attention he can. He's a little pussy-ass bitch. That's what he is. That's why I think the Tom Sandoval. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that's where that episode ends. And I don't know. I didn't watch the previews for next week, so I don't know what's going to happen. Nope. I did not but either. I am wondering now after this episode, like how far Tom's really going to make it. I don't know. See what what the next tasks are, I guess. But um, my my kids think that it's going to come down to Tyler and JoJo. I could see that. I could see so, JoJo making it. She's pretty tough. Yeah, like I is. did not expect her to be. But she still annoys the piss out of me. But yeah, she's she's she has a Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my God, I just and all like this episode when they did her interview, it looked like, and she probably did. It looked like she had press-on earrings all over her ear, all over her ear, like she bedazzled it with press-on like star earrings. You gotta go oh back God. and look at it. I'm I like, have to because I did not notice that at all. I don't think she has that many piercings. Like, I mean, she covered her whole damn ear, and oh I think that they're like press on earrings. I was dying laughing. Ugh. So, okay, so that's Special Forces, uh, Dancing with the Stars. I actually did watch on the actual show, not on a YouTube clip. I watched Ariana's whole thing. I actually watched the whole episode this week. Because oh, wow. it was Disney themed. Yes. So I was like, this is cute. I like this. I'm going to watch the whole thing. I thought Ariana did really well, but it wasn't my favorite. 
It wasn't. Um, and I heard that they got like her fans were like going crazy over the score and saying that she was like robbed basically of her points. Oh, um, she got a 25. Yeah. Which is decent. I mean, it's not bad, but, um, I think they just are, are riding hard for her and they wanted her to have a better score, but yeah, um, I think the dance itself was good. I just think there could have been more to it. Well, and I think she kind of set the bar a little higher with her previous dances. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like this one was maybe a little slower for them to like, or, you know, a little slower for her as far as like, there's not so much action, I guess. Yeah. Um, So maybe it just didn't seem as like, wow. Like, look at that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Um, Well, she, she danced to one of the songs from Frozen, by the way. Yeah. Which I felt like costume was on point for that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She looked just like Elsa. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we learned that she used to work at Disney world and she would dress up as the Disney princesses. Yeah. So, like the ones that you would like take your kids to go and meet. Like that's, that's so what was our- that pre Vanderpump. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was um, like a side hustle while she was working at like doing Vanderpump and then it, or what, but no, that okay. was before. That was before okay. Vanderpump. Um, and yeah, she used to uh, be a theater major, I guess. So that would explain like why she is so good with like her facial expressions and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So she was a theater major and then went bartending like after. Well, I wonder wonder what led her to bartending. It was just to make money because really what she wanted to do was sketch comedy. Oh, okay. And we'll find so, that out later. Um, she'll okay. talk about it a little bit, how she how she likes to do like sketch comedy and improv and stuff like that. So that's what she really wanted to do. So it's kind of like one of those things where when you're trying to be a singer or you're trying to be an actor, you got to have like some side yeah. hustles. You, you have know? to bring in income somewhere because a lot of those yeah. people don't pay in the beginning. Yeah. So I think or they don't actually, pay much, I guess. while she was on Vanderpump, I think she did a couple small shows and like a small club or something i can't remember exactly but she talks about it so yeah that that was her life dream to go into comedy i guess all right yeah interesting so all right you guys well that was this week of special forces and dancing with the stars we will be back next week with episode five we hope you have a great weekend see ya